The Sam Alex Show. Nolan Satillo. Hello, Nolan. What's up, Sam? How are you, man? Where were you born and raised? Uh, I was born and raised in South Florida, West Palm Beach, to be specific. How can you not smile being in the sunshine? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. It's always a source of happiness. I feel like the bar is set so high, though. I have a son. He just turned two. His name is Hank. And uh, my buddy from college got married at, have you heard of the Breakers Hotel? Oh, of course I have. Okay, so the wedding was there, and since, the, you know, the, the reception was there, we thought it'd just be easiest to stay at the hotel, even though it's $3,000 a night. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sam, I actually have spent time working at the Breakers at the golf course there. <laughs> what, like a caddy, or what did you do there? Oh, I'd work like in the pro shop, check people in for their rounds of golf and, you know, make sure they're, they're able to buy some nice breakers gear afterwards and stuff. <laughs> it's like when someone, you go to an amusement park and you leave the roller coaster, you just, you know, you happen to walk through the gift shop. They always want you to buy the merch. <laughs> exactly. It's always coincidental how that works. And it, was, it wasn't 3000 You know, it was the wedding was during the summer, which I guess is not the uh, high season, not the tourist time. So it was only a couple hundred. <laughs> Right, it was only like, you know, 1500 <laughs> Yeah, I remember when we first got there, um, and, you know, my, my son, he was eight months old at the time. We'd never been to a beach. So right away before you even checked into the hotel, I said, how do we get to the beach? And they said, uh, go, past the, go past the fifth swimming pool, then take a left, then you're at our private Breakers <laughs> Beach. So the bar is set very high regarding beaches for baby Hank. Oh, man. <laughs> so what was that like? Work? How old were you when you worked at the golf course? Man, it, it was, I mean, I'm still like, technically on the roster but they just do that because they like to be nice to me <laughs> but i was working there probably four years back or so and uh you know i was working full-time there i was a student i was doing music on the side and, and doing a little bit of acting on the side as i've kind of done over the last 10 years or so so you know just just making it work and it's a great place to to work and i love the, the family there it's awesome well please name drop who are some of the famous people you got to see play golf um, I guess I'll say Jimmy Buffett. I got to see play golf. He actually has this really cool, like, it's not even a golf cart, but it's this like surfboard type thing that you attach your bag on the front and you like ride around. It's, it's like, it's like a skateboard. Type. It's awesome. It's really cool. Um, well, I, I saw a couple like basketball players. So I'm, I'm forgetting their names right now, but, uh, still really cool stuff. Right. So with Jimmy Buffett, is he, does he have like his own speakers? Is he playing music in his cart from he's playing and he, he's having a strawberry daiquiri, has a whole blender? <laughs> he's got the land shark out and everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm not sure if he if he's a, a music while golf type of guy or if he's a you know silence on the course. But right, well, uh, well uh, let's get back to, you know, so give me your story after high school. What did you do? Well, I actually spent one semester in high school before traveling out to California and uh, started spending time out there doing music and acting. I finished my high school online. I tested out um, and then, you know, I spent the last now eight years kind of traveling between California here, back home in West Palm Beach and um, Nashville. So nice. What, do you have a place in Nashville? I have a place to stay. Yes, my my manager allows me to you know, hang out with him there at his place. <laughs> right? Is it in a cool part of town? Oh, it's right on Music Row. It's the coolest thing I could ever think of. That's where I'm, that's where my studio is. You know where the uh, Warner Music Building is? Yeah. So I'm right next to that. <laughs> okay. We're just a, we're a couple blocks up on 17th. Then. Nice. Well, how, so how often are you in Music City? 
I come there. I'm, I probably spend at least two, three weeks there a month. Um, but I'm actually planning on moving there the, the first of the year. So that's that's exciting. Oh, congratulations. That's all, You're going to love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm already a huge fan of the town. So, you know, to be fully committing is awesome. You know what part of town you want to live in? I I don't know. I, I like I like to think that I could, you know, have a house outside of town and come in, but I don't want to deal with the traffic. So I'll probably pick somewhere near Midtown and, you know, be able to walk everywhere. Yeah, you want to be able to walk to Red Door and Winners and Losers Bar. Exactly. I want to be able to check out Whiskey Jam anytime. <laughs> uh, when you moved to L.A. or when you moved to California, was it all by yourself? You were 14 years old? No family with you? I had my dad with me, uh, and he went out there, and, you know, my parents have been so supportive of my career ever since I was young, and, you know, have, you know, taken every step with me, and have been such a big, you know, uh, rock for me to lean on through all this time, um, and I spent those years out there with him, it, he was, you know, he was there with me every, every step of the way, you know, doing double time as a parent, and then my mom was back home in Florida, you know, working her tail off to provide for me as well so i'm ever grateful and indebted to them so who's like in your class being in la during that time was it like were you rubbing shoulders with hillary duff and miley cyrus and mandy moore <laughs> i was i'm a little bit younger than than those folks um let me think i was more like like i, I was like close friends like no centineo like there's there's a few there's a few kids now that are you know breaking in and doing some Netflix stuff and ABC stuff, um, not that I like to name drop or anything, but you know I've I I got to know a lot of people and with the little bit of success that I did have like I was on a feature film for Disney and um, on a TV show for Fox uh, produced by uh, Spielberg and ABC like I was able to you know be around a lot of super talented people and people that I you know looked up to just as a normal civilian and then yeah. happened, happened to get these opportunities fall into my lap so right on. so the show you're talking about red band society what what uh, station was that on that was on fox uh produced by abc nice. did you say spielberg too do you just name drop steven spielberg yeah yeah it was it was his company producing it yes as well so would he ever come on set he, he never came on set when i was there um but the story goes that when they were casting my role it was down, he had like narrowed it down to, I guess, myself and some other um, actor out, out there. And he showed it to his family and the family then decided on, on me, which is pretty, it was, it was exciting and gave me like a, an acknowledgement that I needed. I was like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. So <laughs> did, did he like, is there, was there a premiere or anything? Like, do you ever get to meet him or any of his, his family that like gave you the green light? No, and I, I even like asked for it. I was like, if I can have any chance, to, I would love to. But you know, I'm, I tried to. I'm, I'm a fairly understated guy. I don't like to be pushy or anything. So I was like, you know, if the opportunity comes, I'll take advantage of it. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a squeaky wheel for the time being. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I like to be pushy. I think we'll bring a camera crew, and you can just say what it's like for my TV show, and then I'll, I'll just tag you along. So it's me that's knocking on Steven Spielberg's door, not you. You just happen to be with me, and then it's a transit of property. We can do it that way. Book of flight. <laughs> uh, so, no, I love uh, somebody like me. Tell me about how this song came about. Oh, man, thanks. Um, somebody like me is a song I wrote with a good friend of mine, Rick Farrell. And uh, we were just sitting at a lake house and, you know, kind of just hanging hanging around. We'd, we'd met maybe once or twice before. And uh, we were just kind of tossing back ideas and talking about past relationships and stuff like that. And 
next thing you know, this random idea comes into our head, and I went to the airport the next day with this completed song. I'll be end up finish, finishing the, the morning after, and I could not, like, stop, like, freaking out about the song in the airport. I was like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. I, like, called my mom. I was like, Mom, wait till you hear this. Like, it's so good. I was like, I, don't even, I, was like, I want to hear your reaction. I don't even want to send it to you because, like, I want to be there. And uh, I, was, I mean, immediately I was excited about it. And I mean, it was one of the, the first songs I had written with Rick and one of the first songs I had written in Nashville in general, uh, like in a co-write. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great song. And in my opinion, and it, it's emotional and I, I think it's pretty raw and it's I like it that way. <laughs> Absolutely. It's good just to be real. And your EP is out now and people can just find it on Spotify, iTunes, wherever people buy music, right? Correct. Anywhere they find their music, you can find the No Love Lost EP. Man. And, um, oh, were you in the Christmas parade in Nashville? I was in the Christmas parade. That was that was crazy, too. I saw you on TV. Wait, why was that crazy? It was freezing, okay? And, and like, I, I, was, I mean, it was so fun, but it was freezing. And I'm a Florida boy, so, you know, anything, like, below 60 is cold for me anyways. But, uh, you know, it kept on like, getting colder as the day went on. So I was like, what the heck? Finally... You know, we're waving everybody. We're having such a good time. And, like, the that positive spirits were so high. It made me feel so – it was such wholesome vibes. And then, you know, to get pulled off my little carriage, my horse-drawn carriage, and then uh, go perform for everybody, it was just – it was a touching experience for me and a great opportunity. So I was just more than happy to do it. Right on. That's how we can tell you're from Florida because, you know, I'm born and raised in Chicago. I live in Nashville now. But I was saying, man, it's perfect weather. It's so warm out. <laughs> I was wearing a I was wearing a long sleeve T shirt, a flannel, and a jacket on top of that, and I was about to put on gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so on TV, we see you uh, perform. What happens to the rest of the parade? Do you just wave like Miss America, or do you like perform the song nonstop? Hallelujah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I spent probably like three or four months really dialing in my wave. You know, I really had to get it perfect. Uh, no, I kid. There was actually. Like Miss Tennessee and Miss Nashville and you know Miss Volunteer and all that, they were a couple cars in front of me, and I was like, man, I do not wave nearly as good as them. <laughs> and uh, you know, my family came came up from Atlanta and came up from Florida, oh, cool. and they filmed me like waving. I was like, man, I look awkward compared to how those. <laughs> like, maybe there actually is an art to this thing. So, are there any artists from West Palm Beach that you're friendly with? Because I think I think Cassidy Pope is from there, right? Cassidy Pope is from there, and I, I had the opportunity to play Whiskey Jam for, like, the AMG takeover with Chris Young and everything, and, um, you know, she was there, and that was, you know, crazy, because back even, like, in the Hey Monday days, like, I knew who she was, and like, my brother was, my older brother kind of went to school around the same time as her at the same high school. Um, who else? I mean, I just recently, like, Jake Owen reached out to me recently, and I was like, dude, we're both from Florida, like, we both love to play golf, like, I'd love to, you know, just get on the course with you sometime and, you know, maybe become friends or something. So that was really cool. Who else is from? You, you ain't no better than I do. Uh, Brian Kelly from Florida Georgia Line. Oh, I didn't know that he's from here. Yeah. Well, when you uh, move to Nashville, which is in a couple weeks, hit me up. Love to meet up for coffee. Absolutely. I would love to. Uh, and people can follow you on Instagram at the Nolan Sound. And what's your, is that your number one platform or where else do you want people to find you and follow you? Instagram is cool, the Nolan Sound, Facebook the same way, um, or if you want to try to spell my last name, that's cool, Satillo, just sound it out, I guess, however you think, um, and then 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. If you can follow me on uh, Spotify too, that'd be great. You can find that in my Instagram though. You know, the EP, I'm saying it, Nolan, that is the perfect stocking stuffer. What do you say? <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yes. Nolan Stillo on the Sam Alex Show. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you soon. Congrats on the EP, Nolan. Thank you so much, man.